Ciao, everyone. I'm Jacqueline DiGiorgio. Welcome or welcome back to the Milano Files podcast. I hope 2023 has been treating you all kindly so far. Let me begin with a disclaimer. My aim for today's episode is not to be negative and play into any stereotypes about corruption in Italy. For what it's worth, corruption is rife in plenty of other countries, and so is food fraud. In fact, in 2019, in my Native America, a North Carolina-based seafood company labeled over $4 million worth of crab meat purchased abroad as a product of the USA. And likely there's plenty more where this came from. This company just happened to be the one to get caught. Unsurprisingly, come December, Panettone is an Italian media fixture year in and year out. Various print and online outlets, my blog included, round up some of the best on a national and or local level. As I mentioned in the Milano Files Panettone episode, Milan's signature leaven product isn't confined to Milan. Italians countrywide enjoy it, and bakers countrywide prepare it. In fact, Gazzetta Sarda, a Sardinian digital news outlet, published an article on December 27th about a spike in artisanal panettone on the island in 2022. Yet the sweet bread also made headlines for less festive reasons this holiday season, including a cameo in a story published in La Repubblica, a national daily newspaper, on December 28th. The Carabinieri, or the Italian Armed Forces Military Police, upped their presence in the city of Taranto in Puglia during the holiday season, a standard as the streets are always abuzz with the Yuletide spirit. During patrols, one thoroughfare in particular caught their attention, a residential block that's one of the city's main traffic arteries but doesn't have much happening on the commercial front. Yet, it seemed to attract an excessive traffic flow, enough to raise eyebrows. The officers kept closer watch and noticed a pattern. Throughout the day, a curious amount of non-local vehicles would roll up. The drivers would park near a certain intersection, run up to the same house, then return to their car just as quickly as they arrived before heading out of Taranto. So the Carabinieri decided to investigate. They searched the house and happened upon 225 grams of cocaine stowed inside a panettone tin. The substance was ready to be divided into doses, and it was stored alongside all the necessary materials to do so. They also found a whopping sum of cash on the premises. The Carabinieri seized the drug, which they sent to the local narcotics analysis laboratory, and arrested the individual. The Carabinieri also has a branch called NAS, an acronym for Nuclei Antisofisticazione e Sanità, or the Antisophistication and Health Nuclei. And it's responsible for enforcing Italy's high food safety standards year-round. And this holiday season, Panettone kept the NAS officers on their toes. On December 9th, Il Secolo XIX, or 19th century, a daily newspaper published in Genoa, reported how NAS honed in on a bakery in San Pier d'Arena. The bakery not only had sanitary issues, but the owners were repacking industrial panettone and selling it at a higher price as their own product. A couple of weeks later, similar headlines followed. On December 23rd, news broke nationwide about a NAS operation that undercovered foul play at nearly 300 pastry shops in cities, including Naples, Lamezia Terme, Agrigento, Catanzaro, Cremona, Perugia, and Milan, the cradle of panettone. Like they did in Genoa, NAS cracked down on pastry shops selling repackaged industrial panettone at astronomical rates. The investigation wasn't confined to bakeries. 
NASA inspected 882 companies in both the confectionery and fish sectors, finding various irregularities in one out of four, in 229 businesses total. On the confectionery front, 7.5 tons of dodgy products included 1,775 industrial panettone and pandoro that were deliberately mislabeled as artisanal. Regarding the creatures of the deep, NAS uncovered fishy, pun intended, practices in 40% of the investigated companies, seizing over two tons of fish. They suspended seven businesses, including wholesalers and fishmongers, and closed 16 throughout all of Italy. Lieutenant Colonel Salvatore Pignatelli stated they found many irregularities potentially dangerous to health or aimed at maximizing profits by deceiving consumers. I realize the immense scope of this investigation, and I applaud NAS for their role in cracking down and making a difference. Though, not to be even more of a downer, but it's worth noting that they investigated 882 out of tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of enterprises. And it's hard to ignore the elephant in the room. Food fraud of this ilk still persists. I can't help but wonder how many businesses abiding by these same practices are still getting away with it. And I don't mean any disrespect to NAS. I tip my hat to them for a job well done. I hope their investigation prompts any illicit business owners to cease their shady activities instead of proceed with caution. As I mentioned in the Panettone episode, you can taste, smell, even feel the difference between artisanal and industrial Panettone. Why would any bakers want to position an industrial Panettone as their own artisanal creation? Also, selling industrial panettone at artisanal prices undermines the bakers who take pride in their product, those who work with integrity. They wind up with a lower profit margin that they earn honestly while their counterparts pocket an unduly earned profit, one that on paper they might even be allocating toward the cost of unpurchased ingredients. I also want to clarify that I'm not trying to knock industrial panettone or the people who buy it. It does indeed exist in Italy, and people have their reasons for buying it. Some are budget-related, and I completely respect that. But the difference is they're choosing that product. They know what they're getting, and they're paying the appropriate price for it, guile-free. Being duped just feels icky, and I feel for anyone who's been duped. But going back to the price, I have tremendous sympathy for the budget-conscious consumers who splurged on a quote-artisanal-unquote panettone, but inadvertently wound up with a product they could have purchased at the supermarket for a fraction of the price. To pull one over at the expense of the people who keep your ship afloat, it's lazy, unacceptable, despicable, and just downright disrespectful. I know times are tough and everyone's got to make a living, but plenty of people do so honestly without pulling the wool over the eyes of their clientele. And I hope that any duplicitous establishments that didn't get taken down this time will switch gears this year. So that's a wrap. My apologies if this came across as too negative. I love Italy immensely, and I don't like to spew negativity toward the country that has welcomed me so graciously with open arms. But at the same time, this practice undermines the work of the artisans, several of whom I know, who toil away on products I revere. So I thought an episode of this nature was a way to show them support and respect. You can find links to the news sources I cited and consulted in the show notes. Thank you all so much for listening. Happy New Year and alla prossima.